0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hi, Cardinal fans. I'm Ozzie Smith. Smith corks one in the right down the line. It may go. And you're listening to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Here's your host, Brett McMillan. Welcome to the Cardinals Insider Podcast, April the 17th edition. Our guest joining us shortly is the man who is on the mound for this moment. Bringing a high drive into left, back goes
2: the Craig. He's at the track,
1: he has it, and the Cardinals are world champion for 2011. They came from nowhere to earth. astound the baseball world. They win this one. Yes, Jason Mott, a second stint with the organization. He was in big league camp down in Jupiter a couple of months ago, and I got the chance to visit with him about being a Cardinal, what it was like to be back, and uh, also his Cornhole Challenge, which is April the 23rd here in St. Louis over at the Anheuser-Busch Beer Garden. More on that in just a little bit. But before we get to Jason... I want to talk about something that the Cardinals just rolled out this week that I'm really excited about. It is the Complete Gamer Campaign. If you're not familiar, it is to honor Bob Gibson this year, 50 years since his 1.12 ERA back in 1968. Every season, we honor one of our Hall of Famers, This year it is Gibby. You can read up on the campaign at cardinals.com slash Gibson. You can see photos of him there. And you can also watch the music video for a song that the club has commissioned. It was done by a group called the uh, Compositions for Life, which is an education program that develops the leaders of today where they live using the arts with a specific focus on urban youth here in the St. Louis area as well as uh, parts of St. Louis County. I think some of the kids... Are from Ferguson, and uh, that's been really cool to see them basically in the style of Hamilton bring the story of Bob Gibson to life. Here's a little sample of that song. He's the ultimate. Hey, no.
2: The game heavy, the opposition will never be ready. Hey, Reach the top, champion blood running something that can never be stopped. Hey, no. The big man coming, legendary fields got the crowd clutching their stomach. We all got to fix it. We are now witnessing greatness.
1: Bob was and still is, by the way, the ultimate gamer, celebrating not just the 1968 season, but the life and career of Bob Gibson. This season, we'll be doing it on the podcast on Cardinals Insider TV. And if you come down here to the ballpark, you'll certainly see different things around celebrating, too. So congrats to Bob on a great career and a great baseball life. We are thrilled to be honoring him in this summer of 2018. Also excited that on Monday, May 7th, it's Kurt Warner Night at the ballpark. Join the celebration of the Super Bowl champion and recent Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee. Fans who purchase a special theme ticket receive a one-of-a-kind Kurt Warner Hall of Fame bobblehead. Get your tickets at cardinals.com theme. Kurt Warner, a great guy from everything I hear, and so is Jason Mott. I can personally attest to that. I have always enjoyed just being around him, and uh, the one or two times I've gotten to interview him one-on-one or in a group setting, I've really enjoyed that, too. We talked about his foundation, the work that they do to K-Cancer. You might see the T-shirts. I believe that uh, even now they still have a representative uh, for their charity, basically, kind of promoting K-Cancer in every single major league city. And it's funny because some of the guys who will wear those K-Cancer t-shirts, they maybe didn't know if they didn't play with Jason that he started it, and it's fun to see their reaction when they find out you're the guy behind the t-shirt and behind this cause as we try to eliminate cancer. We talked about Red Jacket players and Jason's experience with them in his first go-round with the Cardinals. And, of course, uh, as I said, he was with the club for camp, got the uh, minor league contract, big league invite, though. So he was in Jupiter for a little bit this year. His second stint with the Cardinals, he had a story about running into Yadier Molina in the parking lot as he walked into the facility back in February, which I thought was kind of fun. Jason Mott, a couple different teams, the Cardinals, for quite a few years. That's the club that he came up with. It was fun to catch up with him in a minor league locker room. We had him against a green screen, just getting some general questions for Cardinals Insider TV and decided to capture the audio because, hey, when you got a guy like Jason Mott who closed out a World Series, why would you not want to hear more from him Here on the podcast, most of the stuff along those lines of kind of Cardinal legacy, Jason's career and life. There's a few what I would call random questions in there, but I think they're still fun and interesting. And they were geared more toward TV, but I didn't take them out because I enjoyed them and I didn't want to deprive you of getting to hear them either. So enjoy those and enjoy kind of the more focused conversation as we hear from Jason Mott right now on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Well, the first thing we're asking everybody is just your first memory of the game of baseball.
2: Uh, first memory of the game of baseball, um, uh, jeez, like a thousand come to mind. Uh, just honestly, I think just being in the backyard with my older brother. My older brother was uh, 10 years older than I was. So I used to always, you know, go in the backyard and try to try to strike him out, try to, you know, I mean, like I said, he was 10 years older than I was, so it never happened. But, uh, you know, just, just being back there, uh, you know playing having fun uh in the backyard playing wiffle ball with him was uh probably one of my one of my first memories there's not
1: really an off season for you guys because you're always working out I mean I know you were kind of trying to figure out where you were going to be but was there anything you were tinkering with this off season or just staying in shape in general Uh,
2: just uh, you know this off season just staying in shape uh staying in shape doing doing what I needed to do to be ready for when the phone call came if it came uh so like I said just throwing throw my bullpens uh through the hitters a couple times just to uh Stay where I needed to be. Uh, and like I said, other than that, I was on carpool duty uh, taking my daughter to school. So, uh, you know, doing that and hanging out with my, my wife and son during the day and, you know, working out and doing myself when I needed to. You're still a Memphis guy, right? Yes. Yeah, I live in uh, live in Memphis, Tennessee. Been there since about 09. So, where did you grow up again, remind me? Uh, I grew up all over the place. I was born in Michigan, lived in Florida, Colorado, Connecticut, Louisiana, New York. I uh, went to high school and college in New York. Uh, so was up there and then got drafted in 3 by, uh, by St. Louis. So, uh, you know, it's good to be back.
1: We're asking everyone just, you know, during your time in the Cardinals organization, which for you now, you know, two different yeah. stints, but is there someone that you've really looked up to or feel like helped shape you, especially the first time around when you were coming up?
2: Uh, you know, first time around we had, uh, I mean, there there's so many people that helped shape me because I, I went from being a, a catcher that hit a buck 70 to, you know, a pitcher. So, uh, you know, for me it was it was kinda crazy. Uh, you know, everyone from you know, all the pigeon coaches on the way up to, you know, once I got called up, having having LaRusa there and Dave Duncan, uh bullpen coach at that time, Marty Mason, uh, you know, those guys, um, you know, really helped me out. Derek Lilliquist, who was who was here in years past, he was there. Uh Blaze, uh and like like I said, there there are so many people that helped me along the way. <clears throat> um so for me, I can't narrow it down to, to, to one person, but like I said, there were so many that helped me along the way, and it was, there was coaches, there were, there were players, you know, guys like Isringhausen, Russ Springer, uh, Ryan Franklin, guys like that, the older guys that when I was younger, kind of taught me the way to be, how to go out there and do things, uh, you know, the right way and, hey, what, what I'm thinking on the mound, what I'm doing, why I'm doing this, and stuff like that.
1: How did you find out there was a mutual interest, or when did you find out, I guess, that, that you had mutual interest with the Cardinals in making this happen?
2: uh probably about a week or so ago uh, you know I, I know like my agent said they had talked to Mo a couple weeks ago and then kind of circle back around um I just kind of like I said I let them do their job I let them do what they do and like I said uh they let me do what I do out there on the mound so uh you know when I got the call that you know they were they were talking to St. Louis I was like sweet you know I think that'd be that'd be awesome you know I mean like I said I, I started everything here so my career started uh back in 03 when I got drafted uh I said I was a catcher, turned pitcher, and then you know got called up in 2008 and was here till 14. You know, so uh, you know it's kind of where everything started. So to be able to put put this uniform back on was uh it's pretty cool, pretty amazing. What's it mean to you to be a
1: Cardinal? We've been asking everyone that too. Just I mean, there's so much history in that uniform. What's it mean to you to represent it?
2: Uh, you know, I mean this this for the longest time was was, was all I knew. Um, you know, so so for me, and even when I was on other teams. Uh, Every time we come in town and play St. Louis, uh, it was it was always like like coming home. Honestly, uh, like I said, I, I get to the ball, ballpark be like, Hey man, welcome home, this and that. Uh, so, but like I said, the uh, the the Cardinal community, Cardinal Nation, has always been so good to me on the field. But they were also like I said, really great to us in our foundation off the field with our uh, our initiative to try to go out there and help those fighting cancer. So, like I said, that, and they continued their support even when I was on other teams, whether it was the Cubs, the Rockies, or the Braves. Uh, you know, Cardinal Nation came out and you know supported us, and we you know obviously greatly appreciate that. And those who are fighting this this fight against cancer obviously appreciate it as well. So, um, you know, for me, there's, like I said, there, there, there's a lot of things that it means to be a Cardinal. I mean, you know, from the you know from the opening days to the World Series to, like I said, get there on opening day, you see all the all the red coats, everyone there. Um, you know, there, there's a tradition here. So, uh, you know, to be able to be. Back a part of it is uh it's pretty cool.
1: Having all those red jackets floating around from the time you're a minor leaguer until you get to the big league club I mean what does that practically do for you as a current big league player to just have those guys available?
2: Uh you know it's it's knowledge um it's it's experience it's you know those guys have been there um and you know you got guys like Ozzie Smith you got guys like um you know Bruce Suter you got guys like Gibson and Lou Brock and all those guys and you know red and you got all these guys that are around, um, and like I said, it's just knowledge. It's it's knowledge of the game, and uh, like I said, for those guys to be around, and they're they're easy to talk to. They're not guys that are standoffish or guys that you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I should talk to Ozzy, Like, and you see ozzy he's got a smile on his face. Hey man, how's everything going? You know, so uh, like I said, you can talk, you can talk some baseball stuff, you can talk some not baseball stuff, and uh, like I said, there's a lot of knowledge, a lot of tradition there with those guys. So like I said, having them around, I think. Uh, means a lot, whether it's for the the older guys, for the younger guys, um, because like I said, the way they play the game, the way they went out and did it, like I said, you can always learn, you can always learn something every day, so I think coming in here with those guys, you know, it's a chance to learn as well.
1: 50 years since Bob's 1.12, just, you know, him as a person, tell me a little bit about what he's like.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, like I said, I've seen videos and I've seen him talk about pitching, and like I said, he was... I think one of the most intimidating people on the mound, Uh, you know, and and like I said, even if you hear him talk about talk about pitching and stuff like that, uh, like I said, he was a competitor, Um, and that's and that's what you want. That's what you want. And like I said, a guy that had, you know, I mean, heck, I think he single-handedly made them, you know, kind of lower the mounds because of how dominant he was, you know. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, like I said, have a guy like that around, that experience, but also like I said, that that competitive nature. Um, It's it's. It's kind of contagious. So uh, you know, like I said, when he's around, you're talking baseball, you're talking whatever. Hey, what are you thinking on this? Hey, what are you, what are you trying to do right there? Well, hey, you need to get here so you can do this out here. Um, but but like I said, it's uh, you know he he was a competitor, in exactly what you would want in a in, in a teammate and in someone that you're going to go out there and, and, and play with.
1: We're asking everybody what they do to break in their mitts. For you, as a you know late inning guy, what do you do to break in a mitt?
2: Uh, nothing really. I just kind of play catch with it. Uh, I just like you know I'll, I'll get I'll get a glove out of the out of the bag out of the whatever when, when, whenever they send me mine, uh, and then I just kind of kind of go and play catch with it. And I, I kind of I'll play catch with it a little bit if I can squeeze it just enough to catch it. Uh, it's 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 go time, and if not, I'll I'll play catch with it a couple more times. Yeah, I don't I don't do anything crazy. I don't like put it under mattresses or like put it in the microwave or anything like that. I just kind of play catch with it a little bit and go from there.
1: I can't remember what song you used to walk out to, but uh, is it the same one? And if it's not, how do you pick a new one every year? No, I've I uh, came
2: out to uh, one of the first years in eleven when they were they played a song. They played uh, Lose Yourself by Eminem, uh, and then uh, the next year uh, in twelve, I came out to. Um, Green Day, uh, Brain Stew. I've came out uh, when I was in uh, Denver. I think I came out to uh, Juicy by Notorious B.I.G. And then last year I was I came out to uh, Nirvana. So like I said, I'm kind of all over the place, and that's that's kind of my my musical whatever. Like I'm I listen everything from you know I'll have Adele on to Notorious B.I.G. to you know Garth Brooks. So like I said, I listen everything. So. Like I said it's just kind of what I'm feeling. Uh, like I said, um, I went to high school and college in New York, so you know, picking, you know, when I was in uh, Colorado, picking uh, Notorious B.I.G. You know, that's, that's kind of what I what I went to high school and college listening to. So uh, you know, it's just it's just one of those things that it's it's kind of it's kind of what you're feeling, what you're thinking. Um, you know, try to pick one that it's going to kind of get people somewhat pumped up because once you're out there you, you kind of hear it but not really you're kind of locked in on, on what you're doing.
1: What was it like to walk back into this clubhouse um, you know maybe something you probably didn't expect to ever get to do but what was that moment like for you?
2: Uh, you know I walked in yesterday I uh, had my bag and I was kind of like okay I walked in I saw Yachty in the parking lot uh, so I was kind of like walking in with him and like I said the moment I you know, it, even over the years of playing against him this night every time I see certain guys it's like you know, it is. It's like seeing. It's like seeing an old friend. It's like seeing. You know, so uh, like I said, seeing him walking in with him, I was just. You know, I was like, okay, all right. You know, at first it was like a little not nervous, but like okay, where's this? You know, some things are the same. Some things have changed a little bit, but uh, you know, it's. Uh, it, it was. It was nice. Like I said, after getting in the door and you know, setting everything down, I was like, okay, okay, we're here. Let's 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 get to work.
1: Alrighty, back press level here inside Bush Stadium. The fifth annual St. Louis Cornhole Challenge, Monday, April the 23rd. If you want to come out and support, uh, I guess you honestly, though, I don't really know if you can because it's sold out. For my money, there are two really neat charity events, and they're all, any charity event is a good event, let's be honest. And a lot of them are a lot of fun. There's nothing against galas and golf tournaments and all that. Uh, we cover a lot of them. I get the chance to go to some of them. Um, they're all good, they're all a good time. But Adam Wainwright's karaoke event, which is usually uh, right around winter warm up, so in January, and then Jason Mott's cornhole challenge, I've been to the most recent versions of both, and they are a hoot. Just to be around so go and check it out next year if you don't get the chance to be around this year if you don't already have a ticket if you do have a ticket doors 5 p.m the action starts at 5 45 over at the anheuser-busch beer garden it is a great venue for a great cause again the fifth annual st louis cornhole challenge from the uh, jason mott foundation trying to k-cancer monday april 23rd here in St. Louis. Jason played for the Cardinals for a long time. A couple other teams, including the Cubs, and the best rivalry in baseball gets renewed when the Cardinals host Chicago at Bush Stadium on the weekend of May the 4th. Great seats still remaining for all three games in that set. Get your Cards Cubs tickets today, cardinals.com. There is only one Cardinals baseball, and it is on display in full effect when the Cubbies come to town. You will not want to miss it. Next week, we talked about Bob Gibson at the top. Well, we're going to chat with a gentleman named J.W. Porter. Even if you're a longtime Cardinal fan, maybe you don't know who J.W. is, but I guarantee you're going to enjoy his stories. He's got stories about Stan Musial. He was one of the first men in Major League Baseball ever to catch Bob Gibson, one of the first guys to catch him back in 1959 when Gibby made his debut And he also has some St. Louis Browns stories. He played with the Browns at one point in his career. So if you like baseball history and if you kind of like those cool stories that only the guys who played can give you the insights on, J.W. Porter is going to be for you next week. We come out every Tuesday. Check us out. Cardinals Insider is what you search on iTunes. You can also find us at cardinals.com slash podcast as well would appreciate any ratings or reviews you leave there they help just boost the visibility of the show and that's good if we want to keep on doing this want to make sure people know about it so please if you enjoy it we would really covet your rating or review of the program also get in touch let me know what you like perhaps what you don't or what you would like to see i really do read the emails podcasts at cardinals.com For Jason Mott, I'm Brett McMillan. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Until then, this has been the Cardinals Insider Podcast.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.